welcome to the Tip for Tat podcast. I'm Carolyn, one of your hosts. Jay Moore, I'm tatting the Tip for Tat podcast, you know what I mean? I so what's the topic? What are we talking about? What's up? Okay. The topic is uh, the impact of music on dating and relationships. So we're going to talk about songs, what, what what we connect to, how that influences our behaviors and our actions. And I'm a music lover, so I'm excited about tonight's show. It plays a big part in um, in our actions, our behaviors, and our, th- our, th- our thought processes as far as dating and relationships are concerned. My guys, who had the GTD tape? The get the draws tape. The get the draws tape? Oh, we starting out with that. Okay. <laughs> So is that like one album or is that like, what is the record that was guaranteed to set it off? Let me tell you the the the, 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 the science behind the GTD tape, the Get the Draws tape. Mm-hmm. All right. The GTD tape is the one chance that a man can become his own DJ, his own producer, his own director, of the love scene he is trying to create. Mm-hmm. GTD is a collection of songs that we know or got a, got tipped on of songs that we know y'all ladies love and that the draws come off. Hence the name Got the Draws. This is quite interesting. Ladies, do we know oh. anything about the GTD tape? Uh, let's, let's talk about it. What's on the GTD tape? What are what are some songs that men think that women... That's All right, I'm going to take it back to the, on the GTD tape. I'm going to take it back. I'm going to throw out some songs. Let's hear it. Anything by Jodeci, that first album. Baby, won't you just stay? <laughs> for a minute, so wild. Lord, that's fair. I cannot argue with that. Remember that group intro? Yeah. Intro had some hits. Had hits. Boys to men, please don't go. That joint was a banger. I don't know if that would get me in the mood. Sign of love making. La, la. No, I don't know. That was all the Boomerang soundtrack. Which one? The movie Boomerang? No. What song are you talking about? Spending Night. Spend, uh, 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 Spending Night. It's called, the song is called Signs of Love Make. Man. Oh, no. And listen, that was a banger. Is that, um, it's not the Tyree song? No. no. I oh, forgot okay. the name of the group. That's the one I don't um, like. Red Light Special by, by, by TLC. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Uh, 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 Brian Midnight had bangers. No. There was a bunch. They were just groups back in the 90s with the R&B and the so, mid condition. Listen, come on, man. Yeah. Like, let's, let's, let's not, let's, let's not play these games. Like, like, we don't. Are we just naming good slow songs? Or are we talking about songs that's supposed to get the draws? Because I'll, I don't know about all of these, all of these okay. things. Okay. So you're telling me. And I hate to say this, man, right now, but I'm going to throw it out there. I'm not a fan of his, but it's up until I saw the tape. But listen, R. Kelly's 12 play, that was a get the draws tape by itself. It has some good songs on it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a great, 
it's a great album. I love it. I listened to it, but there was just no dropping draws. Eric's any song by Joe, Joe, Donnell Jones. Oh, okay. Uh, Hold on. We got to live with Donnell Jones for a second because to me, he is so slept on as an artist that it makes me mad. Listen. Because Donnell Jones got hits. Bangers. Okay? Listen. The man knows how to. The, the the man knows how to tell a girl I just want to have sex without actually saying it. Or every Bro, he, I don't know what he be doing, but it sounds really good. Joe, <laughs> Joe, one, one, twelve, got a got a song yeah, anywhere ripped throughout there. Dave Hollister, man, I was never a Dave Hollister fan either. I thought that the songs that people liked of his was overrated, but that's just me. But can we go back to the Boomerang soundtrack? Because that has a classic on it. Every slow tape that I've ever made or every mixtape has There You Go by Johnny Gill on it. Because that is a classic to me. That's, that's the hottest song in the album, in my there opinion. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Shit. Even Cable. Cable had a couple of, uh, uh, but, oh, wait a minute. Boom. 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 It's seven o'clock on the dot. I'm in my drop top cruising the streets. <laughs> I love these like pretty, pretty, pretty little thing that's waiting for me. I pulled out anticipating. Oh. Good job. Are we going to do this going? I got hands to put my hands in Okay, that's enough. Um, y'all ain't ready for that right now. Yeah, got on the get the draws tape. But do you see the difference between like some of these songs we all like, but then I think the women, their vibe is a little bit different. Sure. It was a guess for us. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. It was only because we saw women respond to these songs and that's how they made it to the get the draws tape. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, just the little a follow-up from last week when my sister tried to call me out and i was telling her after we talked i said when did i tell you that because i have no recollection of ever telling you that and she was like girl you was in college and so therefore that don't even count because i'm like 20 saying that get a roster i was 20 saying that and i even have a roster so i don't even know what i was doing but that's why music is influential because i was listening to things that was telling me to roster up and I thought that's what she was supposed to do that's not how I that when it came to like men and dating and relationships and sex and all those things I was very much feeling like it was special and now it's like as I've gotten older the music has just seemed to kind of get away from that in a lot of ways and now it promotes it doesn't make you know sex and romance being romantic it's just like it glorifies well, I think the music has evolved. If you look at, you know, and art imitates life, right? So I, I, I listen to this day, I still, whenever I get in the car, I listen to 90s and early 2000s R&B and hip hop. Um, because I, I want that love again. I, I want that feeling of just nostalgia that we had back then because it felt good. It wasn't always perfect, but it felt good. We rapped. There were some songs that you made that they that were just about sex. There were some songs that I actually talked about wooing a girl. I was you, we talked about a song starting off this this uh this podcast, Renee by Lost Boys. Here's a tune of 
about this honey named Renee that I met one day on my way back from John Jay. People shorty, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a song that was about a, a guy from around the way who met a home a, a, a home girl and treated her and loved her like a woman should. Mm-hmm. Like, these are hood dudes from around the way. These ain't these ain't the Joes, these ain't the Army, these are rappers who had a love interest and they were able to express themselves over a dope rap song about their love and loss or love and gain. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Back then. And and even when they talked about sex with it, he kept it very PG. Mm-hmm. He didn't get into details. He didn't talk about how she had a fat ass. Or, he kept it very PG. He kept mm-hmm. it very respectful. Because it was about the love. It was about this is my shorty right here. This is who I'm loving, right? Like that was a rap song, and there were a lot of rap songs like that. Now, not to say there weren't other songs that were somewhat uh, 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 promiscuous or maybe sexual, but there was a balance, I think. But nowadays, it's very like. The music is representative of what we've been talking about through this podcast about how divided we are, right? Even you got Beyonce is a great, great singer. The irony of her music is she's in a relationship, but always talking about being independent, being mm. you're you're irreplaceable. You're not irreplaceable. Uh, 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 uh bills, bills, bills. A lot of her songs are about not, per se, being in love. To in my perspective, and then you have, and then you have the the women who who are rappers now, and all these little girls out here. For them, it's it's like sex is an object. Men are objects now. I mean, I agree. And I think that women definitely have a responsibility as far as the misogynistic lyrics that we have now, because they are, it's like a cycle, right? Like if you as a rapper or as a man are going to talk about all all of the degrading things that women do, that comes from somewhere. You ain't just talking about what what women are doing if they're not doing it, I, I would think. I just feel like as far as music is concerned, there is some truth in it. I think that's why we're able to connect to it like we do. It's definitely true. Art, like I said, art imitates life. Like, mm-hmm. when people are not going to write about something they don't know nothing about. Yeah. Either they experience it or they seen somebody else that they know experience it. Mm-hmm. So, and they're just putting it on wax. And they're telling that story to, for all the hear Because they know they're not the only people that heard that or seen it. And that's where the relation comes in. I can relate to that music because I see it. I've heard it. I understand it. I'm going through it. I was reading and I read this quote that said music is a reflection of the people and the culture from which it was created. And then so I started to think about if that's true, then, you know, the messaging that's getting put out in music now is not it's not saying a lot of good things about, you know, the culture and the people from which it came from. And so I think that that really creates a vicious cycle because a lot of things are normalized because of music that are 
detrimental, risky, a, a lot of things that people listen to in, in hip hop and R&B, quite frankly, it, it promotes violence. It promotes sexual promiscuity. It promotes drug use. It promotes, it promotes selling drugs. And I'm not judging because I listen to all of it and, and I enjoy listening to all of it. But that's what I kind of want to dig into a little bit. What is it about music that is so influential? So before we start to talk about how music um, and, and the type of music that we're listening to and how we're being influenced by it, like, what do we think makes music influential in the first place? Music is not, it's not just about being influential. It's part of our soul. And if you understand the, the, the history of music, you understand it's a part of who we are, is our rhythms. Like, a perfect example that I could bring in at a, at a, at a smaller level at a, I can kind of bring it down. Go-go music. Even if you don't like go-go music, if you, if you go to a go-go, the one thing that you cannot not do is move. Mm. The syncopatic rhythms, the, 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 the congos, the drums, the essence of go-go music makes you dance. It makes you move. There's a rhythm to it. It's like, even if you don't like it, your body is going to naturally always move. That's what the music does. It touches your soul. It touches, it touches parts of you that you, sometimes you don't even know it's doing. That's why I, anytime you go to a go-go, there's none of that everybody's sitting on their phone, blah, blah, blah. You go to a go-go, people are dancing. They are having a good time. Let's take it back before the go-go. You had you go to the disco. The disco was all about having a good time and dancing. And that whole atmosphere, Studio 54, was about getting out there and relax, relate, release, dancing. The music itself, disco music, made you dance. You can't put on disco music and literally just sit there. It makes you want to dance. That's what music does. Music can also make you sit and chill and want to do this. I call it murder music. It, it's depressing. It's about the the dark side of life. It doesn't make you move. It's boring. I'm not saying that it, in any way, shape, or form that um, that music should not be around because music is about forward movement. It's a reflection of what's going on today, especially with our youth. But that's exactly what it is. What would be an example of murder music in your opinion? Um, Give us a song that like most people would know. Uh, some songs by Future. I don't know some of the names of the artists, but if I cut on the radio, half the music that comes on the radio is what I would deem murder music. Stuff that, hmm. that I'd be like, why, like, why am I listening to this? It's not uh, when you say murder music, are you talking about because they're talking about violence and killing in the music? I just want to be clear. Not just what they're saying, but the beat itself and, and mumble music. When you, you start talking about ops, this at the NBA young boy. Okay, that's a perfect example. Oh my murder God. Murder music. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the, the, this is the type of music when you listen to it, does not, it's opposite of what I grew up with as far as music that was inspiring or told a story, mm -hmm. or at least a positive story. 
but that's one of the things I don't I I can't connect with with young people music like it'd be a young boy and honestly for the purpose of this show I tried to go in and listen to some like I was asking my students who, who do y'all listen to they were like um NBA Youngboy was one um Rod Wave and I think NLE Chopper Choppa Choppo something yeah. I don't know but NBA Youngboy okay so let's talk about this for a minute he's 23 mm-hmm. he has 11 kids mm-hmm. by nine different women mm-hmm. oh him and future are probably cousins and he has 20 million followers on Spotify. That's a lot of people listening to murder music. Like, that's a ton of people being influenced by the things that he's saying. And it's scary because we know that most people who are actually listening to him are young people. So he's normalizing, looking for the ops, shooting up the street, uh, Met, having sex with this girl and that girl and all the girls everywhere. Like, clout chasing, chasing. Yeah, or like, st- I call it stunt culture, which has like songs that make people feel like they need to go show how much better they are than someone else. And so this is like, it. I was really just thinking about that from a perspective of 20 million people listening to that. that that's scary because we know that music does influence our actions and behaviors. So <laughs> that's something that you know what the awesome thing? Heavy D. Nobody would know Heavy D was a tough guy. Like, Heavy D was no joke. But he had a song called Girls They Love Me. Girls They, girls they Love Me. Because I'm the overweight lover, Heavy D. Like, I don't understand. And I, no, I, I'm lying. I do understand. Mm-hmm. I just think. Again, music is uh, uh, always evolving, and it's a reflection of, it's a young man's game, it's a young person's game, and it's a reflection. And I think the interesting part is older music will always stay alive because older people who come from that time will keep it alive. Mm-hmm. 90s R&B, 90s hip-hop will stay alive because we're keeping it alive. And what happens if we're dead and gone? You don't think it'll be alive anymore? Actually, I think just like everything else, it'll come back around. And I think even some of the younger folks in Gen Z are actually bringing back a lot of that 90s music and that 90s sound. I can't tell you how many times I've cut on a song, uh, like one of these new songs, and they done remix some shit from the 90s. They still Stone Cold Jack in all types of 90s songs right now. At least the beat. They, they, man, they stole D'Angelo's You Are My Lady. I, I, that, that song go hard. You talking about that Eric Billinger song? Yes! Yes. It goes hard. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> but but Stone Cold Jack. And, uh, you know, but she was another banger back in the day that made the Get the Draws tape. You know, uh, D'Angelo's late. Come on, man. Yeah, that that goes hard. I definitely like that. These new cats are straight jacking, and they jacking it wholesale. They taking the beat, they taking some of the words, they taking the title, like the rhythm. It's not even a remix. It's, it's I'm remaking this song, and I'm gonna do it just like the original damn it. 
Yeah, because I mean, if, if it was good before, I don't see how you can miss if you remake it or redo it and, and keep kind of keep the same theme. Like in that case, you know, the song Curious is kind of like Curious. on the same lines. Of, Tiana Taylor did a joint. So I've never seen the video, but I gotta check that out since she's in it. Um, do you think that artists have a responsibility to consider the impact that their lyrics have on others, in particularly the youth? So that's a tough one. Because what we're saying is that artists are also responsible to raising our youth. I don't know if I agree with that. That's what we're kind of saying. Like, do, are they role? Are we saying they're, what's the definition of a role model? I think from the perspective of the person that's considering someone else a role model, it's someone that they look up to, someone that inspires them, someone that they aspire to be right. like. You take, you take, you take a singer who disrespects women and you got a bunch of young men looking up to him. How do you think those women? Women are gonna feel that that interacts with this 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 dude, these young men. They're gonna, do. They're gonna like them because they don't. I see it every day at my job. Either they think it's cute and they like it, or because it's normalized to them. I don't even think that a lot of these young girls know that the way that they're being spoken to and treated, and the way that men are moving with them, is not normal. But like it's the, not music, the music normalizing. Right. So if you, as an artist, know that your music influences other people, and particularly the youth, is there something within you that says, I, I know I have a lot of fans that are young, and I don't want to put the wrong message out there for these young people. So I'm going to kind of taper what I say or how I say it based on that fact. Or should they, like, they're out here trying to get their money and make their livelihood, and that should not be a consideration on their end? I don't know if it should be the responsibility of the musician to say, you know what, I got to be careful what I talk about because a kid might copy or, like, it's not up, to, I don't think it's their responsibility. I think it's the parents' responsibility to say, hey, listen, this is somebody's story. This ain't something that you have to emulate. Mm -hmm. It'd be just like me talking to a kid and saying, Listen, I killed three people and went to jail for it. I'm not telling my story so you go do it. I'm telling my story because that's all I know. And maybe I'm telling you not to do that. Or I'm telling my story, but I'm also telling the consequences. Uh, in the Black album, the movie, Jay-Z talked about one of his lyrics about how, how he was talking about selling drugs and he's like, listen, you know, people are listening to this and they may follow me. Do I have a responsibility to tell the good and the bad side? You know, and, and you, you, if you're going to tell the bad or you're going to tell one side, you got to balance it out. You got to tell all sides of the story. I think that's where the responsibility comes in. If you're going to talk about how you disrespecting a woman, then you also need to talk about the consequences of that too. But I don't think a lot of artists are talking no. about that in their music. No. So that maybe that's something that they should be looking to do more of. Okay, so why are rap lyrics 
misogynistic and degrading towards women. Let's get into that. And I have some examples. Definitely not going to sing them or rap them like Jay, but I'll start with some ones that make me cringe when I hear Throat Baby. I hate that song. Is that disrespectful to women or misogynistic? Both. Damn, I kind of like that song. So, I'm trying to get to the the baby. I'm trying to bust on all. Yeah, that's a little. Because you can literally get caught up in the beat. Like, when it comes crazy. Like, I don't like that. But then when I actually listen, I was like, yeah. like, nah. The beat, like, the beat is nuts. The lyrics are off yeah. the chain. Yeah. The lyrics are a mess. But you know what? That's funny because I saw a post on social media of this girl. And she was around our age, I think, or maybe a little bit younger. But she um, said the way we respond to lyrics today. And then in her car was playing like Sexy Red or something like ridiculously trashy. And she was like, ugh, you know? And then she was like, but what we used to listen to, and she played um, that little Kim song, I Don't Want Dick Tonight. And, and like the lyrics started coming on. I was like, ugh, yeah. that was cool. Listen, Luke Kim and Foxy Brown, I, that's what I'm saying a lot. I can't blame the new, because this ain't old. Yeah. Remember, Lil Kim rocked the rap world with her, with her album. Her first album was all the way off the hook. But you know what I think? So those artists who are a little bit older, who kind of open up the doors for these younger rap artists, they still, even though she was saying what she was saying, it was still like on some classy fly shit. They still didn't have like naked women twerking in the videos and ass everywhere and just looking super slutty and terrible. Well, that's, that's, subjective because it's, it, it was a reflection of the times. So you got to remember back then, first of all, women wasn't getting work. Weaves weren't that popular. With, like, there were no BBLs. You dress a certain way. Like, the women dressed and did and did their thing based on the, what was going on at those times. Can I say like, what if BBLs was a big thing back then? Would they but not have done it? I can't say they wouldn't have. I, oh, what about uh, old girl, uh, pump, pump, we can do the night to the early mom. We can pump, pump. Yeah, Dina Howard joint. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, joints like that came out, and the video for Dina Howard joint was crazy. Man, she had on some short shorts and some, like, Screw me boots on, but, but it wasn't but like what it. these videos but, are now. But think about it back then. Y'all didn't dress like that back then. Fair. But we saw it in the videos and stuff. And then right. is that is that how it started to turn? Because what I really want to try to talk about and figure out is like, what what happened with the music or the culture or society that it started to, like it was... It was, you know, it the line was, got the line kept getting pushed. Yeah, uh -oh. like it, it, it was a little, like a little raunchy, but in a still kind of sophisticated and classy way. And now it's just like full on gutter. 
just like it's like it's just full on just, just like, like anything else the line just got pushed what push the line that's what i want to get into we got to women's the independence women's independence hey you're you're listen there's always been a fight about a man telling out what you can and can't do okay. women in the industry were like we're tired of men being able to say this, that, and the third, and we can't do it. Okay. You see what I'm saying? That that sort of, yo, we want to be equal. You get so you get to that point where you're oh, if the men could talk about it, they could talk they shit. I'ma talk mine. Hence Lil Kim, hence Foxy Brown, the Adina Howards of the world. And then you keep going forward, you you got you got the trainers. Nicki Minaj. You said Nicki Minaj. Yeah, Nicki Minaj. Okay. She started. She took it to another level. As far as what? Sexuality. Uh, lyrics. It started off with the MC Lights of the World and the Queen Latifahs. Ladies first. Yes. Go listen to a Queen Latifah album, Black Rain. Who are you calling a bitch? You and I T Y. Which is a really, really great song and has a good message. Dope song, right? It's on the and playlist. at the same time, Eddie's saying it's it's interesting because you had women like MC Light, Nikki D, Queen Latifah, but then you had on the men's side evolving. You had the NWA, the Two Live Crew. You had the Ice Cubes. You had a uh, 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 a bunch of folks who, on the men's side, we're getting nasty, right? But on the women's side, they still keeping their class. It starts to evolve. Well, if the men can get nasty, so can we. And like I said, it just each female artist as you go along. Like, what do men think when they hear women say the crazy, the things they be talking about? Like, what do what do y'all actually think when y'all hear these female rappers going as hard in terms of sexuality and normalizing a woman out here moving and like men move, all the different dudes they have and having a roster and a lineup and getting this from this dude and getting that from that dude? What do y'all think? What, what about that is attractive? Because some somebody's connecting to that because it is popular and people are supporting what, it and you see it all over social media. So what what do y'all think? Well, you got to remember, at one point, hip-hop became stripper music, right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't considered a banger or a hit if it didn't hit in the strip club. What happens in the strip club? All, all your fantasies you get to live out, at least for the most part. Mm -hmm. So what you just described is stripper music. In 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 Atlanta, if, when you, you if you was a new artist, you knew you had a hit. Is if you went to Magic City, the DJ put your joint on, and the and the, and the spot went crazy. That's valid. I mean, but are we 
Peyton Round of applause. Let me see that ass clap. Let's see. We got to get into that because I like that song. I liked a lot of songs that were the great. Because, like, I was literally thinking. So I know that as a woman, like I get offended by certain songs that are just like throat baby. If I hear that, I cringe. Like, but I also used to sing certain songs word for word. Like I used to sing It Ain't No Fun. Now, let me say this. I was in high school. I grew up in Hazard, Kentucky, like Lily White majority. And I was in high school and It Ain't No Fun was a song that me and my white teammates listened to on the road to games every single game word for word and i had no idea like it was not processing in my mind what i was actually saying <laughs> it was not it just sounded cool and, and all the white girls were singing it too like that was our on the road anthem can you imagine like a bunch of high school girls singing it ain't no fun like we knew what we were talking about for one coach high school basketball for 15 years and there's one thing that we couldn't do is and it, it, it was interesting because we never played music out loud we let the boys listen to the music in their headphones because some of the shit that they were listening to we'd all get fired mm -hmm. it was better that we just didn't know about um, so like it listen be naive about the music we can be naive about what music does but the one thing that we have to understand that music lives in our subconscious it's kind of like porn porn lives in our subconscious if you watch a lot of porn i promise you you're going to want to start living some of it out that's interesting that's interesting now, I don't watch a lot of porn, but I do listen to a lot of music, and I feel like music can literally set my mood. There's been so many times that I've listened to Thug Motivation 101, and you would have thought I was the biggest dope boy in the United States. I was literally me. <laughs> like, that's how engrossed in it I, because, and it's so crazy to me because it was, it's never been my life. It's, and that's what I, I found so interesting like my dad is from Detroit so that was his life he grew up on hood shit and he used to listen to hood, hood music but like we were never allowed to literally one time I was listening to Uncle Luke in my room I was like 17 he heard it playing and came in and like broke the CD which wasn't even mine by the way I got in trouble for that and I was just like cap keep coming cap keep coming like I didn't know that shit goes hard like I just thought it was catchy it wasn't my life, but I could relate to it in some way. I don't know if that makes sense. So, like, have you ever Let me been? Let tell you like, something. Before, before every game, I had a game tape. I had a game CD that had a bunch of songs. Mm -hmm. We all did. The last song that came on my, that was on my tape before I hit the court, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Tiger style. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Wu-Tang. The time that song ended and I hit the court, I was ready to change somebody face off. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's so true. Music can really move you in that way. And in contrast, though, when I'm in like a soft mood or when I want to be soft, I will put on some R&B and then I'm very like chill and all in love in my mind and all of these things. So it is very impactful. 
especially if you're someone like me, because like I am someone who listens to music and I get lost in it. Like if, if it's telling a story, I'm relating, so I'm visualizing it, all of the things. I get really deeply engrossed in music. And that's why when music is trash, I cannot fuck with it because it, it, if I can't connect to it, then it's like, no, nah, this is some trash. Cause it's not, it's not saying anything. It's not inspiring me in any way. It's not telling any kind of story, giving me any kind of message or lesson. It's just like a bunch of raw, raw which is what a lot of the music nowadays seems like to me. That's why I don't listen to it and I cannot entertain it. But at the same time, music back then, it's like, it told a story. It, it made you want to, I'm a big Tupac fan, but like when I used to listen to his music, like Brenda's got a baby. I thought about things like that whenever I listened to the things that he said. And of course, he was very socially conscious. Um, so he was always talking about different things about his life that he could relate to and, and sharing that. But even on the playlist, I have Wonder Why They Call You Bitch. Because here's the thing about that song that I love. It's meant to be helpful, right? right. He, he's, he's trying to say, I care about you as a woman and, and you're wondering why you're getting disrespected and why men are treating you bad but you're look how look how you're moving though and right. you wonder why they call you a bitch even now like you wonder why women get disrespected because some women are moving in that way so i feel like artists are in that sense they're just if they're talking about like all the groupies they ran through on the tour bus well why the hell was the groupies on the tour bus getting ran through that's on them it's not women don't be mad at me but we gotta be real it's called spade a spade like if that's how you gonna, if that's the position you're gonna put yourself in then how can you get mad when that's the energy that men are giving to you because you're the energy that you're putting out is i'm trying to see what's up with this celebrity just because they're a celebrity here's something that a lot of um people also don't understand or, or, or know or remember Women actually run the radio waves. You guys dictate what comes on the radio. So in every major city, when you're listening to the black radio station, there's always something, or there's always a radio station that does something at five o'clock called the ride at five or the, 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 the five o'clock remix or the five o'clock traffic jam. This, they put on a DJ who plays music that deviates from the program list that's already set. So basically they let the DJ just come on and just create a party sound for you while you drive home from work. There was a time when DJs and even in, in any form at any party or anything, they used to scratch a lot. You know what scratching is, right? You know, like, wouldn't they, you know, scratch, scratch the record? Yeah. Do you understand and know that women hate scratching and women are so powerful in music that they got DJs to stop scratching during the five o'clock remix riding home? Um, I didn't notice. I don't listen to the radio a lot, but what what is the reasoning behind that? What, why don't women like the scratching? It, I'm not sure why, but my point is, is that women dictate to a certain extent music, okay. right? Like most, most are like I, as far as I can remember, most R and B growing up was directed or talked to to the women. 
That's I, I think that's a really good point, actually. I had I had a friend tell me it was two two things that made a male uh artist popular. Ladies had had to want to fuck them and men had to want to be like them. And usually men wanted to be like him because he got a lot of women. So women are at the forefront of this music thing in, in, in a lot of different aspects. Y'all dictate what, what, is, what goes on. And so what ends up happening is that men are going to speak to or sing about or rap about their experiences from women, good or bad. Biggie had a song called Me and My Bitch. The first line was that I had a girl so bad, I was suck, she was, I, I suck on her daddy's dick. What? Mm. She, she must have been a bad woman because that, that line is so out of pocket. Yeah, I never heard that before. Oh, that's that's a song called Biggie's it was off the show soundtrack called Me and My Bitch. Like, Biggie had songs for the ladies that, you know, uh, uh, they call me Big Papa. You know what but I'm that, saying? I mean, I that, that was the complete song. Big Papa. It, was, it was the beat. It was the way he, it was his flow. It was Talk it was about it. Talk it. about it. Black and ugly as ever. However, I say Coogee Town to the stocks. Right. Springwood Box, Fieldwood Box, and my jam knocks. That shit goes hard. Like, it's it's smooth. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a, to me, as a woman, like, you can say, like, talk your shit, but do it in a way that still keeps it classy or smooth, like, demonstrates that you have confidence. Like, I'm not going to be into a dude that's like, yeah, just talking crazy. But if he come on the scene and he say something like that, then it's like, oh, okay. And I think more women will be feeling that, like the smooth. But think about all the artists that women put on a pedestal as far as their music, R&B and rap. They smooth with they shit. Like, come on, Joe? Who don't like Joe? Yeah, Joe got some hits. I feel like he was underrated too, like Donnell Jones. Like, in my Joe? got bangers like and if you listen to this this motherfucker is just telling you a slick way to get the draws <laughs> that's funny <laughs> but he's respectful with it but women rule and, and, and women rule the music world and that's just the power you wield and I don't think a lot of women know and understand it yeah, I, I've never really looked at it like that until tonight when we've had this discussion. So I, I find that pretty interesting. I definitely want to kind of process that a little bit more. Let's talk about toxic music that we like. For example, you make me want to leave the one I'm with. So that was the, that's a Usher song. You make me want to leave the one I'm with and start a new relationship with you. So there are a lot of scandalous songs out there that, yes, I think... They're popular because they all they tap into something that we're all going through at that moment. There's always somebody going through a breakup. There's always somebody that's like, man, my girl is tap dancing on my last motherfucking nerve. 
my nigga is bullshit. At some point, there is a song that we can be like, oh, that is me right now. You dig what I'm saying? That's how music becomes popular in the first place. And so you can relate to it with what makes it honest. And so is it scandalous or is it telling the truth? I mean, the truth is where you should live at all times. I mean, I look at it as it's honest as well. Um, but it's also kind of scandalous because it's like you're you're thinking about leaving your... So you got something going on on the side already because if you didn't, you wouldn't be thinking about leaving who you with for them. So there's a touch of scandal to it in that respect. Whether it's just like the emotional aspect and it hasn't actually gone physical, but it's still that emotional part of you you have feelings for someone outside of your relationship. So I think that's the kind of the scandalous part. I mean, a lot of these scandalous songs, we get a lot of our lexicon from. Sneaky Link. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, Savage. it's a bunch of... Uh, okay. Savage. Avid, like it's a bunch of words that we use nowadays that come straight from these scandalous songs, but they become popular because we're doing it. Art imitates life. I wanna... It's not like it's not like you didn't have a sneaky link before that term came out. You just ain't know what it was called. Now you got a term for it. In some cases, I think. With some people. No, I agree. With in some cases with some people. I don't sneaky link like I don't like that term. I don't use it. So but I get what you're saying. I do want to just get into a little bit of spicy conversation. And I and, and, and I don't I'm gonna preface this by saying I don't want the women to be upset with me, but I want to get into this dialogue. Okay, because we're all about being honest and transparent and having conversations so that we could ultimately get on the same page. Say, because and we've touched on this a little bit, has the modern woman cheapened or put a price tag on sex? Because here's the thing. God when, damn it. What? Carolyn, I told you this long time ago. No, I don't remember you saying the that. The price on the pool is that an all-time low okay so there's that there's that perspective and then there's the perspective that i hear a lot of men say that you're making dating and relationships transactional based on i want this if you want this i want that like to me so so there are, I think there are women as there, as there's, there've always been women who are more easily given up the sex than some other people for whatever reason. And that's their business, no judgment. And then there are also women, and this is where a lot of the men on social media have been complaining and whatnot that are saying, you can't take me to Cheesecake Factory because that's basic. You need to take me to Joe. Let's talk about it. If I take you to Ruth's Chris, we fucking tonight. So basically, so basically, I got the poom poom for a fifty dollars steak. Why do you assume that you you think that because you take a girl to Ruth Chris that you're gonna get sex? Um, um next to surf and turf, 
is, is we fucking tonight. You didn't see that? Is that, has that happened before? What? You, just because you take a, a girl to like a, a, a kind of nice restaurant, then she gives you sex. Has that happened before? Not with the women I date. I've never gotten sex because, merely because I took you to a nice restaurant. I got the sex because a nigga got game. I got conversation. I can make you feel at home. Like, I can make you feel a certain way. It ain't because I took you to and got you a dope me. Okay, but here's why I go back to the music. Okay, go ahead. That doesn't mean it hasn't happened. What I mean by that is for other men. How it connects to the music, Music talks about this exact same thing. That's what I'm saying. And I want to give some support, some lyrical support to this. The song Walk, which makes me cringe. I do not like that song. It's a very popular song, but it literally makes me cringe. Yes. You don't like Walk? No, it's not on the playlist. I can get ratchet. I got some ratchet shit on the playlist, but not that some things that I, some lyrics that I want to hone in on that in my opinion support the idea that there's a price tag on the punani okay uh I'm gonna read this because I'm not gonna wrap it like Jay's been doing but it says talk your shit bite your lip ask for a car while you ride that dick okay to me that's that's the price on that she's saying if you the type of nigga that can buy me a car and she didn't say what type I can go get you a seven thousand dollar used Honda. I don't think that's what this meant, but okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she meant that. But then it goes on to say, "Now get your boots and your coat for this walk. <laughs> Bought a phone just for pictures of this walk. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this walk. Now make it rain if you want to see some walk." So, who's responsible for this this mindset? And then these lyrics that are getting perpetuated with the thought process. I, I give you, I give you two choices. It's either men or women. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you pick which one. Well, that's what I want to talk about because I feel like that's debatable. Because I feel like if women, if there weren't women in the world who were getting cars and you know money and their college tuition being paid by some man, then how would they be able to speak on that? We okay, Tuesday. There are men out there. There are men out there that leave with their money, which I don't agree with because this is the type of bullshit that happens. But he had to start off. He had to get that idea from somewhere. Like, like I give an example. Back in the nineties, on the East Coast, Labor Day, July Fourth, and Memorial Weekend, everybody used to go to Virginia Beach. That used to be the spot back in the 90s. And if you, you was one of those people that went to Virginia Beach in the 90s doing those, doing those holiday weekends, you knew what was happening on the strip. All the men, all we did was post up, the girls would walk by, and we would just scream out some bullshit to see what worked. And a brother could see a girl and be like, Girl, your name must be Bin Laden because you the bomb. Sometimes that worked, sometimes that didn't. But when it worked, 
You was like, bet. If it worked for her, it'll work for her. You dig what I'm saying? You you gonna you gonna keep using that bait that you know works. If if money is that bait and it works, and I'm able to score by buying my way into the punani into the wop, then I'm gonna I'm gonna keep I'm gonna I'm gonna spend it because it ain't tricking if you got it. Right. So it starts with the trick, though. But because they're willing because to give out the money. So a woman bought into that. So it starts with the woman, no matter what. If, if all y'all said, no, you can't buy this pussy, then money would, wouldn't be, you, nobody with money would be able to do that. But the price on the punani has dropped. You, it, it, there's a price on it. And it keeps getting lower and lower as the days go by. And I think that music, I'm not necessarily agreeing with that, but I think for a certain, for certain women, yeah. For the ones that listen to WAP and Cardi B, like most of them. You act like there's not millions of women. You know they both went multi-platinum. Yeah, I, I, I have, I maybe have a couple couple of Cardi B songs and I definitely have I have a couple of whole albums of men. Right. So but that means also, that means somebody's listening to these women. Ain't a right, little okay number of the population. It's a big part of the female population listening to these women. Right. And and in their lyrics they're promoting getting money from niggas as if their vagina is for sale. As it is. And so I think we as women have to consider the accountability that we have on that because it's like you said, if we as women are willing to basically sell the sex, depending on what your, like what your threshold is, right? Like some women, they might be okay. Some women, they're not messing with you if you can't go buy a car. And I don't think they talking about that 7,000 gelato that you was talking about. Like they, <laughs> some women want condos and, and like Bentleys. If you, if you are somebody on that level financially, then you can get that. And and we see it all the time in the athlete, the athletic world. Now, you know, a lot of these men would not be with a lot of the women that's what makes them hurt. It, it, Especially the ones didn't have bread. Yeah. If they didn't have bread. A lot of and what kills me is they hurt like they hurt. I'm I'm setting the record straight. If they didn't have money, they be they hurt. They hurt with money. But because they, they got money, they can get a bad chick and these chicks are straight slutting them out. Yeah. And, but also, not only athletes, but I will also say rappers, because, like, you can't be talking about all the bad bitches you done smashed and your baby mama's looking like, I don't know what. Your, so man, that, that to Drake, me, your man Drake got a, a stripper pregnant. Bless. And I'm a Drake fan, and I don't think his baby mama's cute. But Her behavior. He's a cornball. I can't respect niggas like that. I, I don't disagree. TLC, those scrubs. Now, see, that was the classy way to say, I'm not fucking with you broke niggas. <laughs> like, well, he came back, sporty thieves came back 
It was in re- it was in response to the no scrubs, no pigeons. Oh no, I don't remember that. Okay, you see, you talking to I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a somewhat of a music guru, not like my boy Eddie that's on the on the line right now. Yeah, no pigeons. That joint's forty thieves, or it's called no pigeons. Yeah, we got it too now. Don't sleep. But you but I- can you pay my bills? Can you pay my bills, Destiny Child? That's that bullshit. But you see what I'm saying? I, I, and Beyonce did all that bullshit from the jump. But at the end of the day, the men, y'all still going to do this shit. Yeah. Like, I love. Because we want sex. I love free codes. I, I have that on a playlist. Like, I love free codes because Mia X eats them niggas up on that song. Like, her verse on free codes goes ridiculous. That might be the hardest verse of a female that I've heard ever, maybe. Like, she just goes so hard. And then it's not just her flow, but also what she says. Because she'll say, yeah, y'all, y'all want to call me bitch and hoe and shit, but you still try to, like, you still trying to get at me. You still lick it on my pearl like a stick to yeah. a snare drum. Yeah. Like, come on now. Make it make sense, though. What? Like, you, like, you can't be I know make you it make sense, but y'all be listening. Women, y'all rule the fucking world, and you don't know it. Well, I do. Wars are started over Wars are Started over pussy. I'm sorry, what? Wars oh, are started over pussy. Since the beginning of time. Y'all run this music thing, but you just don't know it. Yeah. I mean I name think... a time name a time when you pulled up to the club and saw a bunch of women in line, number one, which would never happen. But if you saw a bunch of women in line, are you going in? Say that again. If you pulled up to a club and you saw a bunch of women in line, no men, you going in? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably no. not, though. If you pull up to a club and you see a bunch of niggas in line. Probably not. Not if it's all niggas in there. Why? You, 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 you don't know it's all niggas until you get in there. But you rather party with a bunch of females than a bunch of men? You said in line. What I'm saying? Well, I think, I think more women come out than men in general. So, like, you, I feel like a lot of places that you go to, no matter... If it's classy, if it's the strip club, like it, it doesn't matter. There are going to be more women there than men. What would you rather party with, a bunch of men or a bunch of women? Well, why would it be uh, like uh, a bunch of men all in the same place? Kelly, why are a bunch of men in the same keep it simple. This ain't, Kelly, this ain't hard. Would you rather party with a bunch of men or a bunch of women? Probably the men because they're going to be paying for shit. And that's but pretty much, outside of that, and that's that pretty much. Every woman, that would be for the, the most part. reason, though. It okay, be. that's a reason. Yeah, but what does it have to do with women run shit? And and while you're and while you're at that club, men are buying you drinks. Guess what? The music that hopefully the DJ's playing is making you dance so that you what get thirsty again. Yeah. If you get thirsty again while you're dancing and you got that dude with you, guess what he's supposed to do? What's that? Buy you another drink. God damn. The whole club experience is geared towards women. And in that that instance, the music is geared towards women. I, I, I think I understand what you're saying when you say that, and I don't disagree with you. Basically, everything y'all do is because of some 
something that has to do with us. Okay. So you guys influenced the music. Right, good or bad. I guess based on the way we as women move, good or bad. Right. But what but what I don't want to happen, like I don't want more and more women to be moving in a way that we know is not good because it's been normalized or they think that that's what they need to do to get, you know, a certain type of man that they think that they want, which well, is really just one with money. Well, you know Carolyn, what Carolyn, what's the magic word that we always talk about every week that y'all don't like? Therapy? Accountability. Oh. Uh-uh. I've been taking accountability, so you're not you not time for me. You have. Well, just, well I just, my point is that y'all, listen, Again, a lot of this shit y'all dictate, but you're not going to take accountability for it. You're going to blame it on the man. Why y'all act like that? Why y'all say shit like that? I mean, I think anyone who is in a in a place, a healthy place of self-awareness could take accountability for their actions. Like, you can't look at a situation and say you had nothing to do with it when you did. Like, that makes no sense whatsoever. Not you trying to act like women. Okay, you know what? I'm about to shift gears because you pissing me off right now. Let's talk about this music for a second. So, what's your go-to album? This is for my music heads. If you ain't a music head, you might want to log. What's your go-to album when you're in love? The best of Anita Baker. The best of Anita Baker? Yeah. The best of Day. Jagged. I knew you was gonna say Jagged Edge. Jagged Edge got hits too. What what Jagged Edge song you like the album? That first album with gotta be on it. And then the rest, of our, rest of our lives. Anita Baker, Rapture. What the fuck is Chicago 85? Sade, yes. Sade. I am any so song by Sade. Okay, I like it. I like it. What about what's your go-to breakup song? What what what's song my do you go-to breakup you song? Break break I have two. You want to hear my two? Fuck bitches, get money, Junior Mafia. Really? <laughs> fuck, fuck bitches, get money. I'm done with you. Mine is Lauren Hill's X Factor. When she when that song came out, like it just like it was so ingrained in me because it everything about that song was exactly what I had been going through like it it just it just made so much sense so X Factor by Lauryn Hill I got you I got you but that I gotta listen to these I'm gonna put some of this stuff on because I don't know what y'all talking about over here with these with these songs y'all got let me let me let me pull some up real quick let me pull the evolution, the evolution album. What was on that album? Evolution album. Was that the second one? No, that was two. Who? The one after, after oh, two. Oh, boy, whatever one had that uh, sexy song. Please don't go. Whatever it was called, or please something. That joint rocked. The first one, the one that please don't go away from me. Me, yeah. Oh, that goes. That thing that, man, right there. And it's got lonely heart on it. That's the one had the That was the slow pump. That was the slow pump section of the Get the Draw State. The third album. Okay, Survivor by Destiny's Child. Now, see, I don't like, I, 
whenever I'm mad, like if I'm going out or something, if I'm just mad, if I'm on my fuck nigga shit, I'm finna put on some Meg for sure. Like Meg the Stallion. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Because that's where my head is at with it. Like I'm gonna go turn up and I don't give a fuck. So it influences me, like even her music. Now, I don't like a lot of the things that she says in terms of when she gets really raunchy, but like when she's talking about how she, these niggas don't run her, that, that's the part that I'm like, yeah, nigga. <laughs> what up? But I'm in my, I'm in my soft girl era right now. <laughs> uh, you got one song to set the mood for the evening. One song. What is it? You got to pick one. And I don't want to hear Anita Baker. That's an artist. Like one song. Put it in the chat. Mine is Ready and Willing by um, Jagged Edge. That song's dope. Huh. Y'all need time to think about it? True, true man, jagged edge. One song that sets the mood. Yes, I know there's a lot, but you—if you had to pick one, like, like you cannot miss with this song. Like it's a guaranteed winner, no matter what situation. What would it be? Let me ask you this. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna throw this out there. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna see if this sticks. Prince, the most beautiful girl in the world. That's yours? I'm asking. You're asking what? Could that work? For me? No. In general, you or in general? Like, hey, that mindset by dead friends is a banger. But that ain't for the ladies. It's for the ladies, but it's not. Anyway. Yes. Cherish the day. The that, that's, a, that's a winner right there. If I come over to your crib and you put on Cherish the day, you have gotten you some brownie points. Can you handle it? That's a good one. Jamie Fox Six. I don't know if I know that one. Oh, oh, I got one maybe. Usher Seduction. Seduction. That one. Ooh, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, I, that one's good. That was good. What's your song? I just can't pick one. Oh, yeah. My slow jam playlist is ridiculous. It's so many songs. Okay, what about, what are y'all listening to, fellas, uh, uh, before a guy's not out? What are you listening to? Rap. What? No. Shit. All rap. Anything that, anything that, that, that provides some sort of, like, camaraderie for the fellas. Give me an example. If you need time to think, it's okay. Yes, I love Nas. Rick Ross, Nas, Biggie, Snoop. Yeah. My man AZ. Did you say AZ? AZ. That's my favorite rapper right there. Ball. Oh my God. Wanna Be There? I was obsessed with that song when I heard it for the first Rather time. Rather Unique is the greatest song ever written. Is that by AZ? Yep. That's my, my favorite song. That is me. You don't want to talk about I'm Rather Unique. Okay, if you had to pick one song, this might require a couple of moments to think. If you had to pick one song that you've, the song that you've connected to most in life, 
your favorite song. That was it. That one. Rather unique. What's it called? Rather unique. I'm rather unique. R a t h e r unique by A Z. That is the song that when I listen to. Rather. R a t h e r unique. Oh, rather unique. Yeah. Like like if I I had to like I want that played at my funeral. Rather unique. Yeah. A Z is a smart rapper. And what I mean by that is his vocabulary is out of this world. And so, again, when we talked about music and we talk about how we connect to it, we, we connect to stuff that's a reflection of who we are and what we are, maybe what we're thinking or where we're at in that moment. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, uh, you when you connect, Connect with that one that one song that you connect with. You can tell your partner. Like I've told many of folks that I, uh, I've told women that I've dated before. Like yo, you want to understand a little bit about me? Listen to this song right here, and then come back and give me your your feedback. Mm. So that song is like a song of who you are. Yeah. Like it, 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 it definitely it touches my soul. Mine is "Me Against the World" by Tupac. It's my favorite song in life, and a close second, "Man in the Mirror," because that's just dope. Yo, Take you're care of home. You're in a man by Nas is dope. You're in a man by Nas is dope. That's a that's a banger. Yeah. That is definitely a banger. You're in a man. You're in the oh. There, I know a song. Uh, let me back up real quick. There's a song. Uh, there's a song by Chris Brown. Like that. Right? So the producer of that, like Eddie said, is Chris Brown. Hey, listen. I like that. that. Is my you want to put that on the playlist. I like that. So before I, before I leave the credit, when I'm dipped or feeling real good about myself, I'm about to go hang out. There's a song. By 50 Cent and Chris Brown called I'm the Man. Mm hmm. Ooh. 50 Cent and Chris Brown. I don't think if I know that one. Listen. I'm the man. If, if I didn't think I was a fly nigga before that song, after that song, you can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing, man. Can't tell you nothing. Nothing. I'm that Nick, 50 Cent, Chris Brown. Chew that up right quick. What's the hardest trap song? The hardest trap song? The hardest trap song, like the hardest trap song, the, the, like the hardest, like your favorite trap song. I don't know because I, I, sometimes I don't even know that, like, I don't even know if I got, like, I don't know. Like, I may have a, a song, but I don't know that it's trap. Um, who's it by? I, I, like, I don't, I, like, I don't keep those songs lodged in my brain. You don't listen to them enough. I just say, I, I see I'm the, ran, I'm the Man remix. Yeah. Chris, Chris so Brown Chris Brown the remix. Okay. Yeah. Listen, better not be no non Oh, no. We got ready to plan. We ain't have nothing. Oh, I've heard this before. This shit hard. Rich man come around talking. I don't want to hear you keep walking. 
I'm gonna put the powder in the pot. Hey. Whip it till I'm pulling off the lot. Mm. Imagine when I pull it off the lot. New shit coming out of time. Oh. Oh, I ain't never gonna stop. Bitch, Mona ain't never gonna stop. Oh, yeah. I've heard that one. That shit hard. When I go out, before I hit the streets, mm -hmm. I'm banging that joint out. Eddie, why did you say that trap music sucks? It, it does. It's murder music. It's Jeezy trap. So, so I don't know if Young Jeezy's trap music. Okay, well, but, maybe trap is the wrong word. But... I'm a big Jeezy fan. Me too. Like a huge Jeezy fan. A huge Jeezy fan. Yeah. So I got my favorite, what I call trap song is um, a Jeezy song. It's that one with him and Bankroll Fresh. Dope Boy 95 Air Maxes. Talk to him. That one, oh my God. If that comes on anywhere I'm at, you will think that I am just, I don't know, because I'm finna go off. I know a friend, nigga. <laughs> I'm finna go what? off if I hear that song. <laughs> oh, I like T.I. Yeah, T.I. Uh, got some trap jokes. My favorite T.I. song was that one with Pharrell. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, my God. I got that a question before, I got we to, before we have to end this. What? I got a question. What? How is it okay? Like, I always, I never, I don't know. But I, sometimes I, I would feel a way. If a woman knew certain lyrics to a, a, a rap song, that I felt like that was just for the men. Like, give me an example. Like, if Shorty was rapping a Biggie song, like, unbelievable. Live from Bedford Stuyvesant, the liveest one, representing BK to the fullest, got to pull it, bastard ducking, but big be fucking. Chicken heads be clucking in my bathroom, fucking. It ain't nothing. You know, we be handling with the, with the act, with the act. Oh, like, if a woman was rapping that or reciting those words, I don't know if I, I would, I, I think I'd, I'd feel a certain way. Why? Women, like, we can connect. Like, I listen to, I probably have more songs from men than I do women. Like, we can listen to those type, like, we can listen to those artists and they say those things and we still connect to it in some way. Because if it's good, it's telling a story. So you can still follow the storyline. It doesn't mean, because, like, most of my songs are by male artists. Like, you know how people think, oh, because I'm a female, like, my favorite song, like, my favorite artist would be female artists. That's not the case. Like, my favorite artists are not female artists. Now, I love Anita Baker and I love Sade, but, like, I'm a big Jeezy fan. Like, I'm a big, I like Rick Ross. Like, I like a lot of rappers. Um, but I don't want you. I don't know, like, I don't know if I want you in the crib, you know what I mean, bucking at me and shit, like, I don't... It, it, it's just a song. Okay, Eddie wants to join us real quick. Eddie, I'm going to I'm gonna get you up here, but you got to make sure you're in a stable place with good lighting, because this show goes, gets posted online, and we got to make sure we can see and hear you well. So give me a thumbs up in the chat when you're ready, and I'll make sure to bring you up here. Jay, yeah, Jay, you should be like, we could be like, I would think that men would be like, okay, my girl's dope if she could, y'all can I know, house I know, but I like feel like I don't want you to be too masculine with the shit. Yeah, masculine just because you know the words and you can sing the song. You, you just masculine. You the, the and all that. What? 
What did you say? I don't want you acting out the gunplay or the drive-by. I already told you, I'll be listening to music thinking I'm the biggest dope boy, the hardest nigga, and I'll come shoot your place up, all of it. <laughs> you know, relax. That's what it says. That's, what, that's just how I get it. Like, I just, like, I, I soak it up. Like, it is what it is. Dang. I cool, though. I'll fuck with y'all. Just what? No, I think you you really would have a problem with that. No, so funny. Okay, hold on. It'd be funny Thank me, though. Thank you, Erica. Erica says she's doing a all right. Come on. We're we, we doing, we doing a gun. Yo, that's funny <laughs> to me, y'all. We hit this bitch. Y'all be, the funny shit when y'all be doing that shit and y'all's best dress. Yeah. You could be somewhere super classy and they start playing that ratchet shit. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Because if you know it, and you connect to it, and that's your jam. Like it's on now. Okay, let me see if Ed, we gonna get Eddie up. Real quick. We're a little bit over, but if y'all get a chance, go um go check out the playlist that goes with this um this episode. Hi. Hey. hey. What up? I've been listening. I've been tuned in. Jay, I only did that. That's the first time I'm gonna have to disagree with you. She know that hard shit. I love. It. I really do. <laughs> I love. Thank you. She, she know that. Yeah, yeah. She know that. She know her lyrical shit. I love her. I really do. I look. I really do. I really don't. I'm not a fan of women that knows that only know the ABC rounds. So she can get in depth with her hip hop. She's a keeper. I agree with that. And also, like, if you're, if you are already someone who who vibes really vibes with music like i'll spend hours just going through my playlist just listening to music or whatever all day long and then like you're with someone else who's like that y'all can vibe to music together like some of the best dates i've had is literally sitting in the house in sweatpants and you know a t-shirt throwing on some music and and having some drinks and then just like talking about the songs rapping the songs like you know, connecting in that way. So yep, yep. I think that's a vibe. And I ain't gonna hold you. That's a dope date, right? To be able to just talk about how music affects you and to have that vibe and talk about it between two people. Absolutely. That's a dope date. Yeah. Erica said we can sit in the car and just go song for song. Hold on. We got somebody else trying to come up here. Ah, hi. Hold on. Let me see. Oh, no. Okay. That must have been a mistake. A false request. <laughs> Where are you from, Eddie? Northwest. Northwest, Northeast. So you're from this Indy area? Born and raised. Do you guys feel like you like your your musical tastes are influenced by where you grew up? Do you feel like you're pretty much tied into like you are if you're from New York, you're a New York guy, you like you mess with all the New York rappers. Um, if you're a down south guy, then you really mess with all the down south rappers, West Coast, and so on and so forth. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Um, me, I'm more of a musical savant, so like, I really didn't, uh, I really didn't have a preference in where the artist was actually from. Now, I favor more New York rappers because of their vocabulary, their extensive vocabulary over some of the guys in the South. But, um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. DC is an area that that everything was go on. You know what I mean? Go on. So you have to actually 
be someone that's musically inclined or, or musically inquisitive to step outside of that norm of where you're from to to explore other genres of music. That's just like you go to Jamaica. They they dominate, you know what I mean? Because they're from the island. So absolutely, I definitely agree. Okay, last thing before we have to start winding down. Top five greatest rappers of all time. We'll start with Eddie. Eddie, what's your top five, baby? I, I can't say that. I, I hate that question. I know, that's why we love asking it. I know, right? Because, because, because it's so hard to answer because because it's like you got to answer that question and meet people where they're at, with their rap list. You know what I mean? Like, I'm running off a bunch of names and then people are like, what? Who are you kidding? I've heard it. That's my point. It's so many dope MCs that, that have graced the mic. That it's kind of hard for me to say uh, who's the dopest, but I can run off names that that would heavily influential in me. You know what I mean? Definitely, I started with the GOAT LL, you know. Uh, Ken was definitely another one of my favorites. Again, I said nobody would. List and he's one of the, the, the sharpest MCs to have a brace of microphone was Fuji Rap. You know, he's known no more for having a, a whole baby mother than he is his actual lyrical content. Um, Chuck D from Public Enemy was another one of my favorites. Definitely, you know, had my thinker open and my last. And, and uh, just because of his contributions and his, uh, you know, his status in hip hop, they go with uh, Chris. All right, all right, good list, good list, Eddie, my buddy. Thank you for hopping on, my yes. guy. Join us anytime. We're here every Thursday, 8 p.m. Yeah. Jay, you're next. No, nah, ladies first, hit it. No, because I'm going to close out my part and then you got to close out the show. And I all right, so, all right, so bad. First of all, I'm gonna hit y'all with this one. If I had to put together a, a, a concert for 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 my, my favorite five R&B artists, women, it'd be Shaka Khan, Sade, mm. Anita Baker, Jill Scott, Erica Badu, and I would have Mary J. Blige open up for. Me. That's a that, lit. that would be my ideal concert. That would be lit. Lit. Rappers. Top my my my, my top five. Are we are we going on any order or just your top? Just well, my number one is always gonna be A Z. That's me. Okay. Nas, Jay-Z, uh Biggie, Snoop with uh uh with special consideration going to Kiss, Rakim. Um um, face mob, aka Scarface. Five. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I, was, I did my special consideration. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, your, your, your turn. Your turn. Your turn. I can't. Well, obviously, my favorite artist is Tupac, so he would definitely be number one for me. Then I do like Biggie, Nas, 
33,000. And this one always gets controversy going, but I don't, I'm a lyrics person. So I will say Fab because I think lyrically Fab is very underrated. Now, new school J. Cole, like no one's seeing him. <laughs> like no J. one is seeing him right now. You say what? The J. Cole, uh, J. Cole and Kendrick. I mean. Oh, uh, by the way, sorry, special considerations of going to Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Your list just keeps growing. <laughs> I'm, it's hard, man. Like it's hard. It is hard. It is hard, but we got to close out. So I'm going to say my little spiel and then I'll let you close this out, whatever you want to say. So it is um, such a pleasure to have you guys. This is such a fun show. I love talking music. So we appreciate you as always for coming and joining us. We're here every Thursday at 8 p.m. So follow us if you're not doing that already. Um, DM us, send us uh, ideas for show topics. I love when people do that. Um, and next week's topic is how to make your partner feel supported in a relationship. Okay, so I think that's very important. So we're going to have some dialogue around that and see if we can learn some things. And I am going past it to Jay. I think I'm done. All right. Sidebar. Also special consideration going to three stacks and black thought. Yes, right. I'm with it. <laughs> yeah, Adrian said all your New York rappers. I know, but it's, see, I don't have all New York rappers. You dig? You know what I mean? And, yeah, and Snoop's in my top five. Stop playing. Oh, we might have to um, continue part two. So seriously, um, I like, like tonight we talked about something that you lead off the beat path as far as relationships, music. I think we underscore how important music is and how we deal with relationships, how it subconsciously seeps into how we think, um, how we move. I think we're going to revisit this topic and maybe bring on a couple of DJs in the future, mm-hmm. definitely, um, to really put, put some uh, science behind the, 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 the thought process that we already, uh, already had. Um, but we're going to continue to keep, again, talking about the topics and bring people together, bring us back together. Uh, at the end of the day, it's all about the love, baby. And uh, I just want everybody just to be nice to each other, love each other. So on that note, love y'all. See y'all next week and good night. Good night. Tip for tatters. We we'll bring the spice, but we always keep it nice. Holla. Hey. hey.